now a word from Big Podcast. It's Build a Big Podcast, the marketing podcast for podcasters. This is the podcast about using podcasting to grow your audience, make an impact, make more money. I've actually written a book on the subject. It's called Big Podcast. Hopefully you've read it. If not, what the hell, man? Bigpodcast.com slash book if you want more information about that. It's a big book. It covers a lot of things. Anytime you put that much information out, you know this from your own podcast, they're going to be those things and you don't think anything of them at the time. But when you release the information, it hits a brick wall. People say, whoa, whoa, what are you talking about? And there were a couple of those controversial things in the book. One of them talked about launching with 25 episodes. And people said, by God, I only do one podcast episode every two weeks. That's going to take me an entire year. Well, step it up, man. I don't want to get too deeply into this because there's several reasons I suggest this. But one of the reasons I suggest launching with 25 episodes is because it takes a minute for you to get your podcast voice. Certainly, you can launch with one, two, three episodes. People do this all the time. But when you're really getting into the promotion of your podcast, you get one opportunity to get somebody's attention. Don't you want something that's already vetted, something where you're already comfortable something where you've already found your voice, something that you have a lot of episodes for people to choose from. And when they do see your podcast for the first time, they're not going to listen to that one episode you've released. They're going to go through that 25 or maybe more. And they're going to say, I like this guy. I like this guy. I like this topic. I like this topic. They're going to download multiple episodes. That way you've got an opportunity to take advantage of people when they're hot. They're excited about your podcast. They're looking you up. They're checking you out. Get them listening not just a one episode where they've got to wait two weeks more to get another episode from you, but to the exact episodes on the exact topics that they're interested in. They get to know you, like you, trust you, agree with you, and then they subscribe to you. So that's the reason for that. The second thing I said in this book that a lot of people said, whoa, man, I think it stepped on a lot of egos. And that's don't put your photo on your cover art. That's the focus of this episode. I had a graphic designer, Mark DeCote, who runs podcastbranding.com. He contacted me. He said, "Mm, I don't really agree with that. It's not always wrong, but there are times when you do want your photo on your podcast art. I said, come on, let's talk about it. So that's what this episode is. It is a discussion with me and Mark DeCote, not only about that topic of putting your photo on your podcast art, but good podcast art in general. And if you're thinking this is going to be a contentious episode, we're going to be going at each other. No, no. For one, Mark's a Canadian. (laughs) He's a nice guy. And I'm from the South. So I'm kind of nice, maybe passive aggressive a little bit. (laughs) All right. It's not like that. We agree more than we disagree. But it was an opportunity for us to go deeper on the topic. Before people hear you, they see you. With that said, if you've got great podcast artwork and they do click play, you want them to be impressed with how great you sound. If you're concerned about the quality of your recordings, or even more so if you've got guests and you're concerned about the quality of their recordings, because that's where things get lost, you want to check out Riverside.fm. It's easy to use software used by over 70,000 people and companies including a lot of podcasters that you know. Guy Raz, How I Built This. Gary V, he's everywhere. And he records with Riverside. Spotify uses it. The New York Times uses it. And they do what they call a double ender. It's sometimes called a tape sync. Meaning that you are recorded locally. 
your guest on your guest computer, that is recorded locally as well. After your episode is recorded, everything gets uploaded to the cloud. It gets stitched together. You can download it later, edit it in your DAW, or use the built-in Riverside.fm editor if you want clips for social media, any kind of promotional stuff that you do. It's a really great system. You can try it now for free. They'll give you a couple hours to check it out, see if it works for you. That's what I suggest that you do right now. Do this before you forget. Riverside.fm. Go check it out. Get a couple hours for free. Do your next interview on it. See how you like it. See how great you sound. If you want to stick around, become a paid member of the service, I'll give you a discount code. Here's a discount code for you to use. It gets you 15% off now and forever. So for however long you keep using Riverside.fm, you're going to get that 15% off. And this is the code. Big Podcast, B-I-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Riverside.fm, that 15% off code. Big Podcast, B-I-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Now that we've got you sounding great, here's my conversation with Mark Decote from podcastbranding.co. Mark, thanks for being here. Oh, thanks for having me, David. appreciate it. So I want to start with this. I always hate questions like this, but I'm going to ask it anyway. People are coming to you, and if there was just one thing that you wanted people who come to you looking for podcast logos, for podcast artworks, if there was one thing that you wanted them to know about podcast branding that you see that people are just completely clueless about, what is that? Well, you just hit it right there, David. You said people come to me for podcast logos and podcast artwork. That's the big thing. People don't know what the difference is between a podcast logo and a podcast artwork. A lot of them interchange those two words, and yet they're two completely different things. Podcast artwork is the image that you see in Apple Podcasts, in Spotify. It's that square image that appears in all your podcast players, where the podcast logo is part of that image. And not every podcast has a logo. In fact, just the other day, I was just perusing through the top 200 podcasts in uh, the Apple Podcasts directory, less than 15% of the top 200 actually have a logo in their cover artwork. So that's one of the big things. When people come to me and they say, you know, I need a logo, I have to question, do you need a logo or do you need podcast artwork? Or do you need both? Exactly. And a lot of times you don't. There's a lot of really popular podcasts out there that don't actually have a logo. They may have some fancy type treatment to their artwork. So, you know, they didn't just type the name in Helvetica or Times New Roman. Some <laughs> Somebody, you know, did something fancy with the type. Right. But it's not going to the level where I would consider that a logo. It's just you did some fancy type treatment. Yeah, just typography. It's the typography. It's the way you do it. You know, sometimes some people may have, well, I'll have one word in, in you know, the light font and this next word in the bold font. Or right. I'll make one word blue, one re- uh, word red. That's not creating a logo. And again, 80, 90% of the podcasts out there don't have a logo. So you don't necessarily need that. I get a lot of people that come to me that order. They say, I I need a logo and I need an artwork. And when I talk to them, I'll say, you know, now that we've talked, you don't really need the logo. You can get away with just doing artwork and I could save you a lot of money because now I don't have to charge you to do a logo on top of the artwork. Right. Let's talk about when people do come to you, wide brush here. And I know all sorts of different people are coming to you in their different stages of their podcast. But what do you see that in general you think podcasters are doing right when it comes to podcast artwork? Anything? People that do it right make it so that the artwork is recognizable 
when it's seen at the size that it is on a smartphone in a list of podcasts. So quarter the size of a postage stamp when you're looking through some podcast directories on your phone. If you could recognize the artwork at that size, then the artwork works. Some people, you scroll through it and you just have no idea. Like all you see is a blurb of color and you can't make anything out until you actually click on it and then you enlarge the artwork to see what it is. Those ones fail, in my opinion. You know, it's so interesting you mentioned that there's a game you've probably seen, big trend right now called Wordle. Yeah. Where you're guessing a five-letter word and you've got six guesses, I think, to do it. There's also something, I think it's called Poddle. It's on Podchaser where you're trying to guess podcast artwork and it becomes clear and clear and clear with each guess. It was interesting when I played it. I played it a couple of times because you do start out with that one big blur. And some podcasts, when they give you more and more of the artwork, 10%, 20%, it's obvious what they are. If they're popular podcasts and you're pretty aware of podcasts, but some of them you're like, no. And those are the ones that you're talking about, the ones that you can't read from afar. I think that would be a good test too, to put it through the the puddle machine, the blurry logo or somebody who's nearsighted. Could they see your logo or artwork and know what it is that you're doing? A lot of people, they make their artwork too busy. Podcast artwork is, you know, by default, it should be a maximum of 3000 by 3000 pixels. When you're designing something that's 3000 by 3000 pixels on your screen, that's pretty big. I mean, that's almost the visually on your computer monitor. That's about the size of, you know, an old school vinyl record album. Yeah. So you think you have a lot of room on there to do stuff, but rarely will your podcast artwork ever be seen at that size. The reason they ask you for that is, believe it or not, it, it's for smart TVs because there's, you know, it's possible to listen to a podcast on a smart TV and they want to be able to show the podcast artwork big enough on a smart TV but it has to be able to be recognizable small. So a lot of people don't think about that. They'll design something that looks good when it's viewed the size of a vinyl record album. Right. Once you, you shrink it down to the size of a, of a postal stamp, it becomes very overcrowded is a good way. Like they'll have all sorts of patterns in the background and uh, it just becomes too busy. Sometimes just shrinking it down on your monitor is not enough. Uh, the way my computer's set up, I've got my doorway directly behind me and then a hallway leading away. I'll go stand at the back of the hallway there and look at my computer from, I don't know, a good 30 feet away yeah. and say, can I, <laughs> can I still make out that artwork? You mentioned this, just the competition of other types of art that you're going against. And one of the things I do is I'll make a mock-up of Apple Podcasts, for example, throw mine in there. I, I do this book covers too, anything that I'm trying to sell online. So let's say I've got this podcast, Build a Big Podcast. It's a black and white logo. It's a black and white artwork. Why? Not because I like black and white. It's because everybody else had color. It's like, well, that makes it stand out. And five words, build a big podcast. No, that's four. I can't say, anyway, five or <laughs> five or less. But the point is, yeah, I, I love what you're saying. To look at it from afar, look at it how people are going to consume it. We did this in the music industry. We used to mix records and you do a mix, put it on cassette, go out in your car and listen to it because that's how people were consuming it. Well, it's the same thing. Like I do a podcast in the graphic design space. The podcast is called Resourceful Designer. And when I created the artwork, I purposely made my artwork orange because there was no other orange podcast. Everything was blues and greens and red. So I made mine orange so that when you're scrolling through, it jumps out. It did the job. I mean, it stands out amongst all the rest. We're talking about limited space that you've got to work with. And this is the rule that you said you disagreed with me on. I say no photos on your podcast artwork. And you said, eh, not so fast. So let's talk about that. Photos on podcast artwork. Okay. 
Anytime a client meets with me, places an order with me, I always get on a Zoom call with them to talk with them. That's one of my selling features is I, I get to talk to the person before I design anything for them. I want to know their personality and all that before I actually design something. But one of the questions I always ask is, what is the purpose? Why are you doing this podcast? It goes beyond, oh, I want to help people or I have stuff to share. No, I understand that. But why? Like, why a podcast? Why are you doing this? And some people, it's, you know, I want to get more clients. Okay, so you're using it as a lead magnet. Or some people is, I want to be able to eventually talk on stage. And this is a way for me to get going. Okay, that's good. If the purpose is that you are trying to build a personal brand, you want to become recognized, then there's a good reason there to have your photo on your artwork because the podcast as a whole is one thing, but you're trying to build the brand around yourself and you want people to know who you are. If your goal is, I want to get up on stage and give keynote presentations, you want people to be at the keynote and go, oh, I know that person from the podcast. I, I recognize their photo right. or vice versa. You want to be able to talk on stage and then someone scroll through the podcast and go, oh, I recognize this person. I saw them give a presentation at such and such a place. So I tell every client there's really only two reasons to have your photo on your artwork. One of them is you're already famous. So if you're already known and, and famous doesn't mean like the worldwide, you may be famous in your small niche of people. If you're known in your industry, then putting your photo on the artwork can help you get people from that industry to listen because they'll say, oh, that's so-and-so. I know them. Maybe they don't remember your name. Maybe they, they just saw you somewhere and they'll go, I recognize that person. Let me check out their podcast right, and see what it's right. all about. Yep. And the other reason is if you're trying to build that for yourself. But if you don't fall under those two reasons, if you're not already quote-unquote famous in your niche, or you're not trying to become recognized as the expert in that field, then there's no reason to have your photo on the artwork. So let me tell you a couple things. And this is the reason I would say to think not doing that. I agree with your reasons, by the way. One of them is, I think about Grammar Girl is a great example in that that whole series of whatever it's called, Grammar Girl, and there's one about manners and things, they're able to swap out host whenever they want, because there is an image of somebody there, just a generic grammar girl. And it's more of a character. It's almost like Kiss, the band Kiss. Mm -hmm. Who we see on stage right now, the four guys, it's not the original Kiss members. They're just wearing the original makeup. So they can swap them out. Blue Man Group, there's a 800 Blue Man Groups going around. And that's one of the reasons why Blue Man Group is one of the highest grossing tours in the country every year, because there's 20 of them. Mm -hmm. So... It, you know, I think ahead like that, don't disagree with you. I think it's just, if you're thinking about scalability, it sort of limits you to having to do the podcast. What if you want to leave? But again, that's the, the whole thing. If the, the reason you're doing the podcast is because you want to be known, then yes. From Grammar Girl, she didn't start the podcast because she wanted to become recognized. She became recognized after the fact, but she didn't do it. So there was no reason for her to have her artwork. She just put a generic image on there. Right. Because in this case, as you said, they can swap hosts because the purpose of this podcast is not to get the host recognized. It's to give information. I don't have my photo on my artwork because that's not the purpose of my podcast. It's not for me to become recognized in my space. I'm providing information to other graphic designers. So there was no reason to put my photo on there.
Well, you want to be recognized, I think. I think we all want to be recognized. Let's let's own that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to call you on that, Mark. But at the same time, I, I do understand there's some people that they want to be famous. Yeah. But, you know, flip side of this, Dave Ramsey, he's got a podcast called Entre Leadership or Entree Something or Another. His photo is on there because he's well-known, yet he's never hosted it, may have been a guest on it. And I can't stand Dave Ramsey. Mm-hmm. I passed it. I might've liked that podcast had I found that out earlier. But again, they, they used his photo because Dave Ramsey was famous or is famous. So they used it as a, a selling factor. If the face can be used as a selling factor, then yes. Now it doesn't apply to everybody. You didn't like it. I'm not a big fan of Dave Ramsey, so I might skip it. But somebody else who loves Dave Ramsey is going to check out that show, even if he's not on it, just because his photo is there. Well, it, right, right. I, I guess I'm pointing out, though, that it's a double-edged sword. Simply having your photo on there may or may not help. One of the issues that we used to face is a common music industry problem is that people have judgment on what somebody looks like, and they judge the music because of that. Yeah. Famous example, Charlie Pride, black country singer. This is back in the 60s. Didn't put his photo on the first couple of albums. Chet Atkins was the producer. You probably have heard of him. Yeah. Smart guy, knew what he's doing, said, look, we're not going to put you on the first couple albums because we got to sneak this thing in on all these racist country fans. Then, once they like the music, maybe they'll be open to it. I've seen the same thing happen with model, actress, whatever, who are also doing a music album. A lot of people judge those ladies, even guys. It's eh, just a pretty face. Just a, yeah. just a reality show <laughs> contestant, not a real musician. So I, I do think it's something to consider. And I guess it's not that there's a one good or bad way to do it, but it is important to know going in. At the same time, you can always change it. Do you have people changing things up? They come back to you and say, eh, you know, Mark, I, I thought this was going to happen for me, you know, or, or, or maybe you're redoing what didn't work and it's not both your designs. Whenever I design something, I always say, like, if you don't like what I designed the first time, let me know. I'll go back to the drawing board and that. So I've had conversations with people that have said, oh, I don't want my photo on the artwork. And, you know, I'll, I'll in some situations, I'll say, you know, in your case, uh, I'll, I'll let people know right out. It's like, no, you, you know, there's no reason for your photo to be on the artwork or your photo should be on the artwork. And in some case, it's like, it could go either or it doesn't really matter. And they'll say, I prefer not have it. So I'll design up an idea without, and then they'll look at it and they'll go, you know what, can I see one with my photo on there? <laughs> and you know, nine times out of 10, they'll end right. up choosing that one. Right. Right. So I, I get that a lot. But in some situations, like I, I did photos for uh, two ladies. They are both CEOs of their company. They both happen to be women of color. And their podcast is specifically aimed at women of color who are starting a business. Right. So in their case, I said, you should be on the podcast cover art because you want your specific target market to associate themselves with you. The title doesn't say like women of color. It's just you know more generic term. They may not listen to it, but then when they see the photo of two women of color on the cover artwork, then they'll go, oh, you know, they're talking about this topic. These two women are women of color, similar to what I am. Right. Maybe I'll give it a listen. Going to connect with it. Sure. Yeah. I think that's the double-edged short of it, right? We talked about Charlie Pride. It's like, eh, I don't want to yeah. listen to that guy. But there are other people that probably would have been like, hell yeah, that guy's like me. And we talk about a picture yeah. paints a thousand words. There you go. Yeah, for sure. It's saying a lot of things that you don't necessarily have to say in your title because of that. And as we've talked about it, 
you have uh, limited space to work with. Do you ever work with people on their title? If they come up to you and they say, hey, Mark, my title is, this is going to be the best podcast ever. You should listen to this.com. Uh, you said nah, too many words for this. I can't tell you how many times I've sat down for a 15 minute conversation with somebody. And by the end of that 15 minutes, we've changed the title of their podcast <laughs> before I do the artwork. Yeah. Um, they got more than they bargained for with you. Well, it's just a lot of them don't know. And the biggest thing is so many people want to call their show the whatever, whatever podcast. As soon as I say, I said, what's the title of the podcast? Oh, it's the so-and-so podcast or whatever podcast. Right. And I'll go, so that's the exact thing, the whatever, whatever podcast. And they'll say, yep. Yeah. says, why is the word podcast in there? Yeah. And they go, well, what do you mean? I said, have you ever written a book? <laughs> uh, no. Have you ever thought of writing a book? Well, I thought one day, are you going to put book at the end of your title? And they'll say, well, what do you mean? Are you going to call it whatever, whatever book? No, that'd be ridiculous. If you made a movie, would you call it the whatever, whatever movie? No, that'd be ridiculous. So why are you putting podcast at the end of your title? Well, so people would know it's a podcast. People that are finding you know it's a podcast. You don't have to tell them. So that's the biggest thing. I've convinced so many people not to include the word podcast in their title. And uh, the word the, anybody who's been around for a while knows that the, you know, Apple, the biggest podcast directory out there is horrible for search. That if you type in the something something podcast, your search results will be based on the popularity of the podcast. So you're now competing with every single podcast that has the word the in it and every podcast that has the word podcast in it. And it's a lot harder to be found. So I always tell people, uh, like in my case, my podcast is called Resourceful Designer. I'll tell people that I have the Resourceful Designer podcast, but the actual name of the podcast is Resourceful Designer. Right, right. And it makes it much easier. If you type the Resourceful Designer podcast, I don't know where it shows up in the search rankings on Apple or any of the other podcast charts. But if you search Resourceful Designer, I'm the number one. Yeah, that's another one of those that I think is, uh, you've heard of the movie, probably Scary Movie. Yeah. And it works, right? Not another blank movie, whatever. It can work. The blank book. Sometimes it works, but it, it, it has to be thought out. It can't be just, like you said, it's it's not just title and then book or title and then podcast. But I, I think that's really what we're getting at here is that this stuff needs to be thought out. What I like about your process, it sounds like you have a Zoom call. You're getting to know these people. They're telling you about the podcast. You have your version of it or maybe your version of that with some brief or something, some uh, mock-up or something they've given you to kind of let you know elements to leave out or the elements to put in. And then yeah. you're coming out with something that's thoughtful, not just throwing something in Canva based on a free template yeah, with no thought at all. And, and I think that's the real problem. We see that with titles and we see that with art. We see that with formats. We see that with music. If podcasters put just a little bit of time into the thoughtfulness or sharpening the sword, as you say, they're going to get bigger results in the end. Yeah, I've had so many people that have come to me, they've hired me to do their artwork after going to whatever platforms like Fiverr or whatever. And they'll come to me and say, listen, this is what I got. And they'll show me what they got on these platforms. And when you go to these places, a lot of times you can get multiple designs from multiple people. And it, yes, it is cheap, but then they'll show it to me and they say, I don't feel any of these. So then I'll say, okay, well, let's talk about your podcast. What's the reason behind your podcast? What is it you're trying to accomplish? Who are you going after? What's your target market? And things like that will change. And whenever I meet with somebody, 
if somebody comes on the show and you know they say, hi, Mark, I'm going to start a podcast about financial investing, and uh, I want to talk about investing in real estate. Well, I'm going to create the artwork in a certain fashion after talking to the person, getting to know their personality, where if they come in to me and say, hey, Mark, how you doing? I'm going to start a podcast in the financial industry. I want to talk about real estate yeah. investing. Yeah, yeah. That artwork's going to look completely different because I want to capture who this person is. Yeah. It's a lot like music, right? We've all heard those podcasts or YouTube videos where it's like, in a world of financial advice. You know, it's super exciting. Yeah. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. And then the boring host. It's like, it doesn't match. It has to match up with who you are as a person. That's just one of the things. Create the artwork, not just for the name of the show, but the artwork has to be created for the host as well. You know, I always ask them, first of all, if they, if they already have a color palette, like, you know, is there certain colors they don't like? Because, you know, some people say, well, I don't really like green or I don't like purple or I, I don't like orange. Well, I'm going to avoid those colors uh, unless it's something specific to whatever niche it is that we should go in that direction. Then I'll have a conversation around that on, you know, why don't you like this color? What is it about it? Or, you know, maybe we should go in this direction. And I've come up with some really wild ideas that people have, have come to me afterwards and said, you know, I never would have considered that. Yeah. And it just works. Same thing with photos. We talked about having your photo. I always tell people, give me like multiple. I want to see dozens of photos. If you have 50 photos that are possible, send me 50 photos because I guarantee you, I will end up picking the perfect photo that is not the photo you thought you would end up using on your artwork. Well, that's one of the cool things that I think that you're talking about that is, I don't know if people consider this, but this is a reason to use something like Fiverr. Just go there, spend five, seven bucks, 20 bucks, however much it is, go to a higher volume, lower cost designer, and just see what people do with your stuff. Look at other variations of your logo or of your podcast artwork, and then really hone it down. I like this. I don't like this. Once you go to somebody like Mark, you're gonna have so much more to work with. Maybe you're gonna find something that's great. I don't know. Maybe you'll luck out on something like that. But certainly I, I do think that stuff needs to be thoughtful because it's like picking a, a mate. Uh, you could go and find a random crowd of women or men, whatever you're into, and maybe you'll luck out, but you know, you gotta get to know people usually and you wanna find somebody that's gonna be a match for you. Same way with a logo or artwork. The problem with going to a place like, you know, we, we're, we're kind of throwing Fiverr under the bus here, but it is what oh, it is. Oh, no, no, I'm, I'm not, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, um, but like a place like Fiverr, you don't get the creativity. They want to know what do you want designed? And you have to tell him, them, I want, like, here's the name of the podcast. Here's kind of the imagery I want. I want this. I want this. I want this. And then they're going to give you exactly what you asked for. They're technicians sometimes. Yeah. Th some people, that's perfect. Yeah. If you actually talk one-on-one -on -one with a designer, then you can get something that really works for you as opposed to just going to one of these platforms where you have to tell them exactly what to do. Well, it's the same with music. It's the same with any kind of consultation you get for your marketing. You want somebody who understands you and can take what it is that you're doing. Maybe you're seeing it in a different way. It sounds like sometimes you are, Mark. Sometimes I think that's great because we get into our own bubble and we think, oh man, this is the way to do it but there's so many ways to do it. And sometimes those ideas are better. And that's, that's what I was getting at with Fiverr and that sometimes people throw something out there. And again, sometimes you get lucky, but they're not going to spend as much time with you in a churn and burn kind of logo factory as somebody like you. And, and I think that's a tendency. People think a logo is a logo is a logo. Mm, not the case. And a lot of times with 
I'm going to call them again, logo factory or kind of a logo mill that they basically have templates that are, um, you know, you'll get the logo as the next guy, same logo, but maybe it's a different color. It's a little bit different font, that kind of thing. Yeah. And if you want a truly custom piece of art, cause this really is art. Imagine Coca-Cola's logo or IBM or some of the logos that we know. And some of them are very simple, but they communicate something to us and they, they have emotion and, and the same for your podcast artwork. And it's, it's good. It's good to think about that stuff. Exactly. You can get stuff like, as you say, go to these logo mills and all that stuff. But if the artwork you present looks cheap and amateurish, then people will automatically presume that your podcast is cheap and amateurish. And they may just skip on by and pick the next one that looks more professional. Well, that's the first thing that we started with, right? Before they hear you, they're seeing you. Yep. In a one inch by one inch image. (laughs) Yep. But that, you know, if you're given a choice, say you're, you're limited, you want to find a podcast on a certain topic and you do a search and you're presented with, say, five podcasts, like there might be more, there might be less, but say you get five podcasts. The one you click on first will be the one that pops out to you. And you're not going to pick the one that looks cheap and amateurish. You're going to pick the one that looks the most professional because you're going to feel like you can trust that one more than the other one. Yeah. If your artwork doesn't meet proper standards, you could be losing a lot of listeners, regardless of how good, like you may have the most amazing podcast on your niche, but if your artwork is not bringing in the people, then you're losing out a lot of potential listeners. You know, we're not reinventing the wheel every single time. And I think it's important to think about that with logos, with artwork, I mean, you just do it. And part of it is personality. It sounds like you found a way, and I mean, I mean, you didn't discover this, but what you're doing is you are bringing personality out through a logo, through artwork, mm-hmm. bringing people in and letting people connect with that personality. Yeah. I always tell people there's two things. People that have never listened to your show, they're going to choose to listen to you based on two things, your artwork and your podcast description. So make sure that your artwork stands out, that looks good, looks professional so that they think, okay, this is a show that cares. The show in general, they care about it. They invested in having some good artwork and making sure that you write a good description for your show that actually explains uh, the description has to say what's in it for them. Like, why should I press play on the episode? You know, I don't care where you went to school, what your credentials are. I want to know before I listen to an episode, what's in it for me. We talked about this at the very beginning, the things that people come to you, what they're doing, right what they're doing wrong. You have any final thoughts for somebody who's kind of on the fence? They've got a logo. Like, yeah, you know, it's working for me. Like why they should consider coming to somebody like you or other graphic designers and looking at doing a rebrand. One thing is you will get tired of your own artwork or your own logo long, long before anybody else does. So I get people come to me that say, I'm just tired. I want a rebrand. And I'll look at that. And I've told people, people have paid me to redo their artwork and I've refunded them their money because I looked at it and I said, you don't need new artwork. There is nothing wrong with the artwork you're using. And they'll say, but I'm just tired of it. Yeah, you're tired of it. Your audience isn't. You see it on a regular basis. They don't. They recognize it. It's working for you. You don't need to change it. So that's one thing that, you know, a lot of people, when they come for a rebrand, some some of them it's a good idea to have a rebrand, but I've had many 
people come to me and I said, no, there's technically nothing wrong. Whoever designed your artwork the first time did a really good job. You don't need to spend the money to rebrand it. Right. But a lot of things that they get wrong, people often want to put their taglines or their catchphrases on their artwork. And I tell them that's not the place for it. Put that in your description. If you have a tagline that you use or you have uh, some sort of catchphrase that you're known for, stick that in the description. There's no reason for it to be on the artwork. You want to keep the artwork as simple as possible. The only thing that should be on the artwork is the name of the podcast and possibly your name as the host if you want that. Even then, sometimes you don't need it depending on the show. But nothing more than that. You don't need to put your tagline. You don't need to put any sort of catchphrase or anything else on there. Save that for the description. Yeah, we can overcomplicate this stuff. And I think we can um, maybe give artwork too much credit. I know this is ironic. We talked about before they hear you, they see you. But imagine people come to you, they want you to fix a bad podcast. So you fix it, Mark. Give me some new artwork rather than doing anything with the podcast. Yeah, I've had a few times. The artwork can only help so much. The artwork may entice somebody to click play. Once they click play, that's all on you. If you don't deliver, that person's not going to stick around. You were talking earlier how people like the hosts and after a while podcasts that you know, the, the, you might not learn anything from them, but you stick with them because you enjoy them, you, you resonate with them. That's the, the case in this industry. People come for the content, they stay for the host. Well, if the host can't deliver on the goods that they're promising, people are not going to stick around. And it doesn't matter how amazing your podcast artwork looks, how amazing your description is written, how amazing your, your music intro is. If the content I- I isn't delivering, people are not going to stick around. Right, right, right. Podcastbranding.co, that is the website, and you're available, man. So what does that look like? Somebody comes to you and you start the process like that? They come to me, they place an order. Uh, I offer podcast artwork, podcast logos. Again, if you need a logo, but I'd say most of the time people don't need a logo. I offer websites as well if you need a, a custom website or anything, lead magnet, uh, if you're building your email list or whatever. Uh, I also offer a brand audit where if you have an existing podcast and you want to know, is there anywhere where I can improve it? I will go through your whole branding, which includes your audio branding, and I'll grade you on a scale and say, okay, here's the areas that you could improve. Here's the areas you're doing really well in. I like that because it's a holarchy, right? It's message messaging it's you your personality all of it has to match up otherwise there's some kind of disconnect and even if people don't understand what's wrong they know something's wrong so this is good podcastbranding.co and it's mark decote it's spelled a little bit different french canadian if you're looking him up it's mark m-a-r-k you know how to spell that but it's d-e-s next word c-o-a-t-e-s no d-c-o-t-e-s no a what all right c-o damn it how did I, are you serious? Yeah, it's C-O-T-E-S. I think I know your name, Mark. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I thought I'd copied and pasted on my notes. We're leaving that in. It's a good thing we're on podcast. Mark Decote, that's how to say it though. So look him up. Spell it one more time, Mark. It's M-A-R-K-D-E-S space C-O-T-E-S. There's only one. Yep. At least in podcasting and branding. So Mark Decote podcastbranding.co. The episode notes will be there. Everything linked. Appreciate you being here, Mark. Uh, thanks a lot, David. It was a lot of fun. That was Mark Decote, podcastbranding.co.
is his company. And it is podcastbranding.co, not just podcast cover art, not just podcast logos. He can get you whatever you need. If you want a nice visual identity for your podcast, definitely talk to him. Before you go, I want you to do one thing. I want you to go online, hit bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. This is how you make sure you get every episode of Build a Big Podcast. I'm here at least every week, sometimes a couple of times a week. Every episode about growing your audience, getting more people to your podcast, making podcasts that people care about so you can better spread your message and have more impact with that message. That page again, bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. I'm making it easy on you. Button for iPhone, a button for Android, a button for RSS, and I've got a QR code that you can scan. So however you're getting your podcast, one click is all it takes. If you want to pull out your phone, you want to scan the QR code, you should really go look at this page just for that. See how I'm doing this, because this is going to double your podcast subscribers. I'm not lying to you. Bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. If you're doing any kind of live events, you've got to get a QR code going. Because people pull out their phones and say, well, what do I do? How do I find this podcast? No, scan the QR code. QR codes were a thing, then they weren't. Then they came back. COVID-19 brought with it QR codes because we didn't want to touch anything. And this makes it easy for you to get people to subscribe to your podcast. Again, go there, bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. See how I'm doing it. Scan the code. It's easy to replicate. You can do it for your podcast and you will double your subscribers bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. I'll see you there. And when you subscribe, I will see you here on the next episode of Build a Big Podcast.